Good morning. The first lesson is taken from Acts chapter 10, verses 44 through 48. While Peter was still speaking, the Holy Spirit fell upon all who heard the word. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astounded that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles, for they heard them speaking in tongues and extolling God. Then Peter said, Can anyone withhold the water for baptizing these people who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? So he ordered them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they invited him to stay for several days. Here ends the first lesson. Psalm, uh, Psalm 98 will be read responsively. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. The Lord has made known his victory. His righteousness has he openly shown in shown in the sight of the nations. Shout with joy to the Lord, all, all you lands. Lift up your voice, rejoice and sing. With trumpets and the sound of the horn, shout with joy before the King, the Lord. Let the rivers clap their hands and let the hills ring out with joy before the Lord when he comes to judge the earth. The second lesson is taken from 1 John chapter 5, verses 1 through 6. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God, and everyone who loves the parent loves the child. By this we know that the love that we love the children of God when we love God and obey his commandments. For the love of God is this, that we obey his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome, for whatever is born of God conquers the world. And this is the victory that conquers the world, our faith. Who is it that conquers the world but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? This is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not with the water only, but with the water and the blood. And the Spirit is the one that testifies, for the Spirit is the truth. Here ends the second lesson. Would you rise, please, for the reading of the Holy Gospel? The Holy Gospel according to John in the 15th chapter. Jesus said, as the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I've called you friends because I've made known to you everything that I've heard from my father. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that the father will give whatever you ask him 
in my name. I'm giving you these commandments that you love one another. Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Hallelujah, Christ is risen. Grace to you and peace, my sisters and brothers, from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. It is that time of the year. It's that time of the year, and I don't mean this glorious celebration of Easter that we just spoke about or the impending wonderful celebration of the Ascension this Thursday. I don't even mean summertime when we all hope to get back to something that is more normal in our schedules and life. No, I mean it's wedding season, that time of the year when even in retirement I get invited to officiate at weddings. I have two scheduled this summer. And as a result, I end up preaching a bunch of sermons about love. So perhaps I should be grateful to the committee that puts together this three-year cycle of readings for our churches on Sundays, that they provided me with this opportunity to get a little practice in, a heads up, so to speak, on the topic of love. For love is indeed at the heart of that great relationship we call marriage, as indeed love is at the heart of any relationship and so it should not surprise us that this text from the Gospel of John is so often used at weddings. For what better text summarizes the warmth, the height, the depth, the breadth of the love two people have for each other as they stand before the altar rails than these words found in the Gospel of John, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. But as I say to every couple in their premarital preparation, these words present something of a difficulty. For Jesus speaks in a way that seems strange, using words that ring a little awkwardly, especially as he pairs the word command and love in one sentence. After all, for many couples, whether they are about to be married or have been married for many years, it's the feeling of love welling up inside, overflowing in abundance, embracing and encompassing all, which best expresses the way they feel about each other. And such a feeling of love does not require a commandment, something to be obeyed. Indeed, the very words obey and love seem to be out of place when used in the same sentence since obedience seems to negate the pure and free gift of love being expressed in such a relationship. Yet even over the years, I've sat with too many couples who too easily find ways to combine love and obedience. Often in words filled with emotion, one partner will turn to the other and say, if you love me, you will and then go on to delineate their conditions, their expectations, even their demands. But such a pairing should not surprise us, for we likely learnt it first from our parents or grandparents 
but we're quick to use the same conditional language of love. If you love me, if you really love me, you will. And while not consciously aware of it, even my old Jack Russell dog, now long departed, learned that same pairing as he would come and stand before me, eyes filled with excitement and anticipation, saying without words but with every action of his little body, if you love me, you will take me for a walk. But the real difficulty, the real difficulty of pairing love and obedience lies with the idealized form of love which our society has embraced. Our society is filled with images of romantic love, with all its sentimental attachments. And we view love in our world today as something best and most fully expressed in a Hallmark card or one of those television shows where we expect a person to fall in love with a complete stranger in no less than 90 minutes. But at its very best, at its very best indeed ordained by God himself, love is so much more so much more than warm and gushy feelings. It is such an understanding that is guided and sustained by loyalty, by genuine care, by respect for the other, by a consistent desire for the well-being of the one loved and a capacity to be forgiving, honest and forbearing of the other's faults. This is a realistic love not an idealistic form of love, which at its best seeks to cultivate a real love in a strong and healthy relationship. Attended a funeral yesterday in upstate New York for a colleague and friend of mine of many years. He'd been married 68 years. It was not always easy, but it clearly was not an idealized form of love. It was a hard and firm and strong relationship built over all of those years, committed to one another. This couple shared a relationship that was indeed all of those things that I spoke of where they desired the care and love for each other as the first thing in their lives, the most important things for them. And if we're confused about love in our world today, then it's safe to say that we're even more confused about obedience. For a child who does what they are told by their abusive parent is not really being obedient, but being submissive. The citizen who lives under the shadow of a tyrant and seeks to follow their irrational demands is also submitting, but not obeying. Even my old dog, who would sometimes listen to my commands but cower in the process, was really submitting but not obeying. Genuine obedience is possible only in an environment where freedom is nurtured and not compulsion. A freely chosen act of will given as an expression of the desire to please and further the shared relationship. An outward manifestation of our inner trust in the one issuing the call to commitment and delivering the challenge to obey. Real obedience, real obedience 
is response in gratitude, the willingness to lay aside one's self-interest in service to a greater cause. Obedience cannot be forced and it cannot be imposed by either legal constraint or physical intimidation. Understood this way, perhaps it's a shame that the word obey has been lost in most of our wedding vows these days. For such obedience freely given in love on the part of both parties can prove to be a wonderful expression of love itself. I'm always struck by the passage in scripture which shows what true obedience is when we read in scripture, for Christ became obedient even unto death, even death on the cross. The obedience of Christ to his Father to freely offer himself in love for the sake of humankind. That's the obedience that Christ is talking about this morning in our gospel. So understanding obedience and love in both these ways then, we grasp a little more what Jesus is asking of us when he says, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. If you love me, you will obey my commandments. For now, both obedience and love are grounded in freedom. Both are offered in trust and both call for the giving up of a selfish and self-serving attitude and instead seek the welfare of the other. In love then, in love then we will do as we are commanded. In love we will freely and willingly obey. For in love we know how much he has loved us and therefore how much we love him in return. It is not a burden to obey. It should not feel like a hardship of any kind. Indeed, as the letter from 1 John plainly says, and his commandments are not burdensome. So, we do not obey the voice of Christ begrudgingly, but rather we live in a joyful way as we seek the pleasure of our Savior rather than the pandering to our own self-interests. The union of obedience and love then is shown in how faithfully and fully we live our lives in Christ. And love of God is evident in our obedience to all that God has willed for us in Christ. And what God has willed for our lives is never more clearly stated than in this command that we heard this morning. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. And my sisters and brothers, there is no greater manifestation of such love than the self-giving sacrifice of Christ on the cross. Whereas the scriptures say that he became obedient to death, even death on the cross. Very struck by a crucifix I saw one time where Christ is shown hanging on the cross, but he's not tied there by nails. He holds his hands freely away from the cross because freely in obedience to God, he offers himself as the sacrifice for our sins. He hangs there without being bound, without being constrained, but simply in obedience to God's desire to offer us his salvation. But even in his dying and his rising and ascending, 
Christ also remains with us incarnate through the power of the word and the grace of his sacraments. And it is such incarnate love, such self-sacrificing love, such caring and constant love for our brothers and sisters that Christ now calls us to show toward each other. My sisters and brothers, the heart of Christ is shaped by love and obedience, and the heart of the church is shaped by the heart of Christ. Therefore, each believer and each follower of the Lord carries within his or her own breast that spiritual heart of the Savior. Love and obedience, then, are simply two sides of the one coin of Christian faithfulness. They form the currency of our compassion to those around us, and they are, they are at the very center of our lives as Christians. In obedience, then, in obedience we love, and in love we obey. Thanks be to God, then, for the gift of his love and for our call to live in such love and obedience all the days of our life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.